Hello, I'm Neil Quigley and welcome to my podcast. Shock news this week as it turns out leaders of political parties have legs. I mean, who knew? So the Prime Minister finishes a letter at 7pm and then it's not delivered until 1pm the next day. I mean, she should have sent it by Amazon. I'm pretty sure they do same-day delivery. Been a lot made of photos of leading female politicians this week, but have you seen the one of Nicola Sturgeon signing the independence referendum request on a sofa, doing her best to hide her legs under her, but right next to her is an empty glass, which I think is some very bad Scottish stereotyping that we could well do without. The government seems surprised that fines of £120 were not stopping parents taking children out of school to go on holiday. It simply proves politicians have never tried to book a package holiday during the school holiday or they would know the parents are still saving an absolute fortune. Donald Trump versus Obama's climate control bills in the hope that America will get hotter so he can remain a nice shade of orange without using fake tan. Also, Donald Trump is keeping to his campaign promises still. He said he would create jobs for everyone, and he has for his daughter, Ivanka, at the White House. And in TV news, with the latest developments this week, it looks like Dallas could be making a comeback under the Trump administration. The Bank of England is considering using palm or coconut oil to make the new £20 notes. It will make them seem a bit more exotic, although I'm not sure I really want my wallet to constantly smell of suntan oil. The new £1 coin was released this week. As it has 12 sides to it, I predict a boom in pocket repairs and jean sales within the next year. Sir James Dyson is optimistic about post-Brexit trade in the United Kingdom and has suggested that doubters should just suck it up. A Hong Kong firm has won the new contract to run Southwest Trains. Reports they were planning on renaming the service the Oriental Express have been dismissed. BT has been fined £42 million for late installations. The entire National Rail Service must be very concerned by this news. Means no more caviar for Busby. He's back to eating birdseed. As it's forced to close again, I wonder if the I in Brighton's I-360 tower stands for incomplete. After Tesco are fined £129 million, the serious fraud office says every little helps. They're testing a robotic barista in America. It can make the coffee perfectly, but they still can't manage to get it to write the wrong name on the cup yet, like the human ones do. Two astronauts were doing a spacewalk to repair some damage to the International Space Station when they discovered they did not have some shields they were meant to be fitted. Don't you just hate it when you buy something flat pack and you don't notice you are missing it until you start putting it all together? I mean, if they'd read the instructions first and laid out all the parts, they'd have probably been okay. David Tennant is to sue over phone hacking. I mean, that old blue police telephone box he used to use. I mean, it should have been fairly secure, you'd think. Gary Barlow from Take That is in the new Star Wars film as an extra, yet apparently he stands up off his stool the moment the band of the star bar plays a key change. Granted, that would have worked a lot better if he was one of Westlife, but they are not galactic anymore, like T.T. As a rare Star Wars figure that was still in its original box sells for £10,000, I now wonder if I got that much money's worth of enjoyment from actually playing with all of mine. Each member of One Direction is worth over £50 million. I mean, Simon Cowell should have just called that band Cash Cow. John Legend lived up to his name as he gave fans an impromptu free performance at the piano at St Pancras Station in London. I've witnessed a lot less talented and much drunker people attempt the same thing with a lot less success and certainly less appreciation from the crowd. Antonio Banderas had a heart attack earlier this year and required some surgery. He's all fine now, but a part of me really hopes that they wrote a Z on his chest with the stitches. Bob Dylan has decided to collect his Nobel Prize in person this weekend after making peace with the Academy. Tiger Woods is still struggling to return to his very best as he continues to be plagued by back problems. I wonder if this is a golf injury or one he obtained from his, shall we say, extracurricular activities.
Ronaldo has had the airport at his home island of Madeira named after him. He unveiled a statue of himself to mark the occasion. I think it was good to see the man who made the masks for the Hammer House of Horrors still getting some work. I think the statue is definitely taken before the footballer got his teeth done. As Scottish football fans boo a player who comes on to score the winner, then cheer him off at the end of the game, I do wonder if as a nation they can make clear decisions and know what they actually want. Their mood seems very changeable. More great acts have been announced for this year's Glastonbury, with lots of big stars coming down to basically sing on a farm. I would have loved to have heard Michael Evis's pitch for the very first one. I mean, he's on the phone to record companies, so you'd like my international rock stars to come down and just sing at your own dairy farm. In where? It's in Somerset. Where's that? Has it got any good road and rail links? No, 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 not really. What about accommodation? Tell you what, we'll put them all up in a tent. When I saw the headline about CinemaCon 2017, I thought it was an article about the price of pick and mix and popcorn at my local Odeon. That's it for this week. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great seven days.